welcome to the Relationship Unconscious podcast series. I'm Dr. James Tobin, a licensed psychologist and psychotherapist. My clinical practice is based in Newport Beach, California, and I work with individuals, couples, and families primarily on their relationship issues. I also conduct psychotherapy groups and interactive educational workshops on romantic relationship issues and parenting concerns. In this podcast series, Relationship Unconscious, I focus on how the mind's unconscious influences the way we think, feel, and behave in our relationships. Although we probably like to think our conscious intentions and desires determine how our relationships play out, Unfortunately, that's not really the case. Freud established the significance of the mind's unconscious in determining many aspects of our intrapsychic and interpersonal lives. And since the time of his contributions, our knowledge base has evolved considerably. Drawing from all I've learned from my patients in 17 years of clinical practice, It's my hope that this podcast series will capture just how the unconscious impacts our relationships and perhaps even more importantly, will help listeners navigate the mind's tendencies, especially those tendencies that hinder the attainment of healthy, fulfilling relationships. If you'd like to learn more about my psychotherapy practice, group and workshop offerings, and other services I provide, please visit my website at www.jamestobinphd.com. That's www.jamestobinphd.com or email me at jt at jamestobinphd.com. The Illusion of Complexity Often the solution to many problems encountered in daily living and in contemporary relationships is not that difficult to reach. In fact, it seems to me that we often know what we need to do as the issue at hand is not typically something we do not understand but something we do in fact understand all too well, but merely have trouble accepting and consequently acting on once and for all. Instead, we tend to procrastinate or forestall, and a month turns into a year, turns into a decade. This inability to accept and act on what we recognize we must do is not a character flaw, but instead seems to be a core element of the human condition, stemming from several key factors. Number one, to finally act and solve a problem would instigate change, which interrupts the status quo and the routine many people cling to and find solace in. Two, to resolve an issue creates a border between past and present, marking the passage of time 
and the evolution of one's self and one's life. Although the change might alleviate many difficulties and stressors, it still marks the passage of time, the inevitability of loss, and nostalgia for what once was and what could never be. Three, to finally move on and address a problem often paradoxically has the effect of making one feel bad about oneself, engendering self-criticism and shame for not having acted more definitively before. Four, making a change, often if it involves abandoning a relationship or a professional position, is often imbued with a sense of failure with the belief that somehow the problem was not situational or contextual or simply out of one's hands, but rather indicative of flawed personal characteristics and limitations. Five, whatever change is about to occur based on one's decision to finally act often initiates fear of the unknown, and anxiety as to whether things will eventually turn out right. This is due in part to the situation at hand having become such a large part of one's identity that it has been assumed to be personally defining and permanent when, in fact, all things in life, even life itself, is impermanent. Taken together, these factors mount a significant obstacle that impedes one's abilities to act on one's behalf and initiate a change process. Consequently, the drive to maintain the status quo, even when the status quo consists of suboptimal conditions and circumstances, is very strong. When clients finally begin psychotherapy, they often arrive well entrenched in a complex narrative built over time about the ordeal or conundrum that has been causing them distress and seems unsolvable. Psychotherapists who are trained to appreciate and dissect a patient's mental life layer by layer are often seduced into believing the patient's narrative and colluding with its complexity. While empathy for how a person may see their plight is useful and often experienced as supportive, over the years my clinical work has gradually shifted toward prioritizing the need to bypass the illusion of complexity that has co-opted the patient's ability to change and move. One of us must avoid being confused, if not paralyzed, by this complexity. And if the patient is having trouble, I feel it is imperative that I not succumb as well. Hopefully, as the course of therapy ensues, the progression that occurs has less to do with the patient discovering what I already know 
but more to do with the patient accessing a nuanced element of his or her problem neither of us recognized before. Bit by bit, these recognitions accumulate and ultimately lead to a new perspective of oneself, of one's relationship to the problem, and of courses of action that are now palatable and preferable to the unyielding status quo. Thanks for listening to the Relationship Unconscious podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to react to something you've heard, I encourage you to email me at jt at jamestobinphd.com. Also, please add a rating and review the Relationship Unconscious podcast on iTunes. Thanks for being such a great support of this podcast. Tune in next time for more on how the unconscious influences our relationships.